Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clever Girls Know podcast. This is Bola Shokumbi. I'm the founder and CEO of Clever Girl Finance. The Clever Girls Know podcast is a podcast for women, offering a space for conversations around personal finance, business, life, and living. I'd love for you to subscribe to this podcast, and you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes. And if you love what you listen to, head on over to iTunes and leave a review so that other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. I'd also love for you to stop by clevergirlfinance.com. We have new content on the blog multiple times a week. We have over 30 plus free courses. Plus, when you sign up for a course, you can talk to a Clever Girl Finance mentor for free to get encouragement, motivation, or if you just want to have an open, no shame, no judgment girl talk. Finally, check out our YouTube channel. Just search Clever Girl Finance on YouTube. And if you don't already follow us on Instagram, you can find us at Clever Girl Finance. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. So a big part of financial wellness is saving and achieving your financial goals. And you may have a goal of wanting to save $5,000 perhaps in the next three months, right? And you might want to use this money towards a house down payment, towards a purchase, towards your emergency fund, but this is a goal you may have for yourself. And so if you had an extra $5,000 right now, what would you do with it? We're going to talk about how to save $5,000 in three months. And I'm also going to share some actionable tips so that you can actually accomplish this goal that you have set for yourself. So saving $5,000 in a few months is definitely realistic, but what does it really mean? What does it look like to save $5,000 in in three months. Well, let's break it down. So three main ways to be able to save this $5,000 in three months is based on how you allocate the savings over that time period. Keep in mind that I'm using three months as an example. Depending on your income and your goal, you may decide to save this money in less time or more time, but we're going to focus on three months for right now. So you may decide to take the monthly approach of saving a specific amount of money every month for a three-month period until you get to $5,000. And that would mean saving $1,667 each month for three months to get to $5,000. For many of us, a monthly savings timeline seems normal because a lot of us plan our financial goals monthly. And so what you can do is just build that $1,667 into your monthly budget in order to be able to achieve saving $5,000 within three months. The other way to break it down is by saving bi-weekly in order to get to $5,000 in three months. And this would mean saving $833 every two weeks. So if you get paid bi-weekly, this is an easy way for you to build the savings goal into your budget because every time you get paid, you know that over the next three months, you're going to transfer $833 to your savings account for that $5,000 savings goal. And then the third very common way is to do a weekly savings plan to get to that $5,000 in three months. And that would mean saving $417 every week. And so for people who get paid weekly, this would be building that amount into your budget or just knowing that once a week, you need to transfer $417 into your savings account for that goal of 5K over the next three months. So as I mentioned, saving $5,000 in three months might be easy for some people and difficult for others you know, because for many people, saving $1,600 a month is a lofty goal. But if you think this is something that you can do, I'm going to share some tips as to how you can actually make it a reality, starting with number one, which is find ways to increase your income. 
So if you are really focused on saving this $5,000 in three months, what ways can you increase your income, right? The number one way to saving more money is making more money. And this could be getting a part-time job, starting a low-cost side hustle that can bring you in some cash, or looking around your home and seeing what things you have that you can downsize, things you own but no longer use, things that your kids have outgrown, things that are sitting in your spare bedroom or your garage. These are things that you can easily sell and get some extra money. Like it sometimes is so surprising how much money people have in their homes that they're just sitting on. Those appliances, those baby strollers, those clothes with tags on, all those things add up to dollars that can help you achieve your $5,000 savings goal within three months. Number two, use discounts and coupons. And whatever money you save from using those discounts and coupons, put it in that dedicated savings account for your $5,000. A lot of grocery stores offer coupons in their weekly flyer when you first walk into the store. And sometimes all it takes is a quick Google search to see if a retailer online has a coupon. Keep in mind that when you're using discounts and coupons, this should not be for extra spending, right? Because now you're trying to save this 5K. You're trying to find ways to save more money. Instead, you want to look for discounts on coupons on things that you already plan to spend money on that are built into your current budget. So you're not spending beyond your budget. Instead, you're trying to see how you can maximize your current budget by leveraging discounts and coupons and putting the difference into your savings account. Number three, plan ahead with your shopping. And when you plan ahead with your shopping, you can minimize unnecessary spending. And one way to plan ahead with shopping or not shopping is to do a no buy or low buy period of time where you're not buying beyond your essentials or you're minimizing how much you're spending beyond your core essentials. And this can help you save more money towards your $5,000 goal. Number four, see if you have opportunities to cut down on your biggest expenses. So sometimes, right, um, all it takes to save additional money is to take a good hard look at your existing expenses. So Write down your current big expenses, go over your budget and see which of those big expenses can you cut down on? Where can you save money? If you really want to save that $5,000 uh, as soon as possible, do you have a spare bedroom and do you have a friend looking for somewhere to live that you can rent out that room to them and save that money towards your goal? Um, are you able to negotiate or find better deals when it comes to things like insurance coverage, uh, for example? Think about ways in which you can reduce your biggest expenses, maybe not permanently, but temporarily. Number five, we've talked about the big expenses, but look for small savings, right? So classic financial advice is to cut back on your expenses. And that is correct, but it doesn't mean giving up the things that you love, right? So I would say, for example, let's say you love your daily coffee, you don't need to cut back on this because you're saving, but instead look for opportunities where you're spending money on things that you're not using or don't truly matter to you. So for example, you may have a Netflix and Hulu and HBO Max subscription, but you really only watch Netflix, right? And maybe the shows that you signed up to uh, Hulu and HBO Max for are not in season. So you can cancel those two subscriptions, put the money towards savings. And when those new seasons of those shows come around, resubscribe. And this is a way that you can save on small expenses. But as we all know, those small expenses can add up to a big deal. $20 a month here and there, $30 a month here and there can be a few hundred dollars that can get you closer to your $5,000 savings goal. 
Number six, pretty obvious, but it is to follow a budget. A budget helps you stay on track to spend what you said you were going to spend and to save what you said you were going to save and also to find opportunities to spend less if possible. So you definitely want to get on and focus on sticking to your budget so that you can achieve your $5,000 savings goal. And number seven, Pay yourself first by automating. So studies show that when you automate your savings, you are more likely to save more money on average than when you don't, simply because the money is not there for you to spend. You don't see it, you can't think about it, you can't debate about it, it just goes straight to savings. A lot of times when money hits your account from your paycheck, you may intend to save X amount of money, but you end up saving less because you're like, oh, I'll just buy this thing, I'll just pay this bill, I'll just do that thing, and before you know it, you have less money to save. However, when you automate, the money goes straight from your paycheck into your savings account and there is no mental debate. And as a result, you save more. So consider paying yourself first by automating your savings. So your income and your potential to earn more money is what is really going to help you determine if it is realistic for you to be able to save $5,000 in three months. However, regardless of that, you can just adjust your timeline right? So that you're able to build a timeline that makes sense for your income and expenses in order to reach that $5,000 milestone. It is a great idea to challenge yourself to save $5,000 in three months, but it has to be realistic for your budget. Thank you so much for being here and I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and I hope you enjoyed it. If you've loved the episode, but you don't yet subscribe to the podcast, you can do that everywhere you listen to your podcast episodes and head on over to iTunes and leave a review so other amazing women just like you can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you on the next episode.